that's no ghost. And she is going to cast Magic Missile. Did she cast Magic Missile in the darkness? They attack the darkness. Can I do like a strength check or something with her her saying that? Give me, uh, we'll do a strength contest. 18. You rip yourself free from this grip. You see the ghost wizard reforming in place behind you. So I know there's some metal object. Yes, yeah, some metal object in there. I cast heat metal. And just goes, I am so over ghosts! Uh, I get a nat 20. The ball explodes. One single tear comes and puts out the fire on his whiskers. <laughs> what is so valuable about talking dogs other than the obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Durak has put two and two together and realized that this uh, automaton is swooping in, picking up puppy dogs with its big, scary arm. Is just violently angry about it uh, and uh, and stews on that all the way back to town. You get back to town. Meeting you right towards the edge is Miles. You guys, we lost someone else. James is missing. James, the, the attendant for the Memorial Valley? Durak, you're able to find boot prints and you see them going towards a bookshelf. Well, uh, Durak is standing outside of the book bookcase, puzzled. Not only does he not know where the footprints went, he's now confronted with a bunch of books. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an illusory wall. And she walks through it, and you hear kind of echoey from the other side. Yep, I was right. Durak wonders why they couldn't just walk through the bookcase then. (laughs) Best from afar and far from the best. But it's better than good. It's Good Better Quest. Try that one again, Fungi Master. You know what? No, I don't. Keep it in. We'll do it live. <laughs> Although it's not live. Um, <laughs> I am your Fungi Master, David Holman, and with me, as always, are my friends, and we're here to play a game of Dungeons and Dragons for you. So, previously on Dragon Ball Z, man, just some wild shit happened last time. I'm so sorry. Um, you guys ran into a ghost in the forest, but it turned out, t- but it wasn't a ghost. It was a rock lobster. Um, <laughs> it was a robot. It was a robot that was using some hallucinatory powers. Siggy got the crystal out of it that was in there, letting it do all this crazy magic. Uh, she has kept that. You guys then returned to the mayor's office only to find that he was gone and there were boot prints on the freshly waxed floor leading to a bookshelf. And behind that bookshelf was an illusory wall that Cash caught immediately. And that's where we are now. So 
Before we get going, I asked each of you to roll me a wisdom saving throw off mic. And I'm I'm saying that because shit's going to get a little interesting here. So they, f- they find the illusory wall. Yardy rolls poorly and tells Cash to put the candle back. What? It's a little young Frankenstein joke for those oh. deep cut Mel Brooks fans out there. <laughs> I... I think I can count on one hand. That's Actually, a, I can probably count on movie. one finger how many times I've seen that movie. <sighs> um, so good. All right. So Durak and Yardi, you run through this wall down the stairs and you hear a loud crash. And when you reach the bottom of the stairs, there is a panic room. And in the panic room is the mayor and he's wounded and he's, he's trying his best to tend to it with some bandages around his foot. Uh, and he sees you come in and he says, yes, yes, enter, enter. Well, I'm, I'm glad to see you. As everybody comes in, as everybody like Durak sort of put like ushers everybody through the door and then shuts it behind them so that they're like shut in the room with the mayor. The door actually shuts behind you and Yardy. Hmm, okay, okay. You are the only two in here. Yardy draws oh, his gun. snap. Yeah, Durak's got his axe out, and he pulls the um the hat off with his teeth. The mayor is is trying his best to tend to this wound, and he says, um, it's okay. We're, we're safe in here. It's, it's quite fine. We, we, we'll be okay. I, if I could get a hand with this, this bandage, I... I would need to go see the nurse, typically, but he's above ground. Um, I'm going to roll a survival check to do, like, a field, sort of, just like a quick dressing, just to make sure he's, like, stabilized in his leg. Do, do medicine check. Medicine check? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yardy wants to do a perception check. Some Something to him feels wrong. Like, this feels wrong with the door closing behind them. And he knows this, like, they pointed out it was an illusory wall. He he wants to do a perception check to make sure that he's where he's supposed to be. <laughs> What'd you roll for medicine? I rolled a one, so Durak looks at it and is like, yep, that's a leg. And, <laughs> Pretty and then sure. he trips over himself. <laughs> yeah, and his pants fall down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured Derek would go up and go, yep, it's got to come off. (laughs) (laughs) Bite down on my axe. (laughs) It'll cauterize on the Uh, way through. (laughs) Uh, What did you already get for that perception check? 19. You are looking around. You're, You're in this panic room. One of the main things you notice is that it is really clean. It is unnaturally clean someone must come in here to dust or something there's a couch a few books on a table next to the couch and behind you behind the door that's shut you hear banging and you actually hear moth's voice going what's going on in there yardy doesn't get close to the mayor but he does pace around the room uh uh how how do we get this door open? I believe we have assistance coming. We we have people that can help with your leg. Please open this door. 
I, I will try my best to open it, but uh, in truth, you may be better off. Um, he he scoots over, and there's a hatch that he's sitting on. And he says, "This will um, this will take you to Abby's. If if you can meet me there in an hour, I will tell you everything that transpired. I I was attacked by James." And I, I, I need your help, but I, I can't talk about it here. I, I need to calm down. Durek is having none of this. He walks back over to the wall where he can hear Moth pounding, and he pounds back. And he says, find us a way out of here, fast as you can. I mean, I don't think he's got any other option. That he's just going to have to trust that Moth is a badass. And he knows this. So he's communicated to her what he needs to communicate. And then um, I just want to go peer down the hatch a little bit. As you go to look at the hatch, you you do see that it's it's like a manhole mm-hmm. with kind of a submarine hatch mm-hmm. over it. It's it's mm-hmm. open now, um, and it it's just a ladder leading down into uh, a pit. You see, it's it's well lit, um, and you see it leads to a tunnel. As you are looking at this, the door opens, and the moth says, "That's not the mayor." And as she points at him. He turns into a witch and cackles delightfully and flies into the hatch. The hatch closes behind him. And Moth says, where's he going? Well, I don't know if we're... Abby's. And he starts running. But he says that that leads to Abby's. But I have a hard time believing that someone who posed as the mayor would tell us the truth. Durak said, Abby's? Yeah. Mo- Moth says, then we'd better hurry. Yeah. So, alright, so Durak makes a, like a, a, just a clean sprint toward Abby's, and he is already in a rage. Yardy grabs cash real quick. Before they run out. We're going, we're going to cut right before you say that, because there's a reason I had y'all make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Cash, you rolled a nat 20. Yes. As you walk through this illusory wall, you also walk through this weird green mist. And whereas it looks like Durak and Siggy and Moth uh, and Yardy got a big whiff of this, you sneeze right as you're going through. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 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 and you see them just standing still for 15 seconds before turning around and walking out I Cash yells guys guys where are you going what are you uh, what are we what are you doing is the room that Cash is standing in I mean like what like, other than this green mist, was there anything else around me in this room? Just a dark... It's it's just a stairwell into a uh, a dark area. I, I want to tell y'all what's happening real quick. Yardy, Durak, Moth, and Siggy have been affected by the Modify Memory spell. As far as you guys know, you have walked 
down there, spoken to what you thought was the mayor, and now there's a witch or something going to Abby's. Cash knows that that's not what's happening. I am going to let y'all make uh, one more wisdom saving throw to try and get out of this. Cash, you're good. You don't need to make it moths out. Siggy rolled a nat 20. 11. Five. Okay. <laughs> Durek actually snaps out of it. Yardy is running to Abby's, but everyone else is is suddenly shaking their head and they're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Witch? A witch? Durak hollers, Yardy, and he thinks as hard as he can to try to reach him by his heartstrings. Okay. No one... Roll, roll that wisdom saving throw with advantage. It fell out of my hand, but it rolled, and I shit you not, it was a nat 20. All right. Well, I mean, that's the power of the heartstrings. Power of friendship. So you, as, as you're, as Yardy is running out towards Abby's, uh, Durak understands, you know, like something weird just happened. What kind of bullshit? A witch? What? What kind of Shyamalanian whatever? And he calls out for Yardy and that heartstring just plucks and it's suddenly like, Yardy's on a leash and can't go any further for a moment and it kind of snaps him back into reality and he he's he's back you guys are back damn it I really I really thought that would go somewhere (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing this like Gruntilda witch like super weird like (laughs) witch acid I really can we it. please put Gruntilda's laugh from from Banjo Kazooie in there? <laughs> <laughs> Durak looks at them all, and um, and he says, uh, "I don't know what that was, but uh, something ain't right." Now we still need to go to Abby's. We need to check it out, make sure everything's okay. But Sigs, what you think about all this? Siggy says, "I think, I think that was a trick." I I think that was something to get us away from what we're looking at. And Moth agrees. And Moth shakes her her head and and she says, I I can't believe. She touches the mask. She says, I can't believe that this let that happen. The mask shouldn't be affected by that. But I was. And Ziggy just goes up to her and hops up and gives her a slap across the face and says, snap out of it. We've got time to science later. <laughs> what, what hand did he, did she slap him with slap her with rather? What hand did she slap not, her with? Not the gauntlet hand. Uh, I was hoping she'd get a little knowledge about that mask. Yardy. Oh shit. Yardy knows a good distraction when he experiences one. Yeah. People like to, play with fire and chase him away. So he, um, seeing everybody confirms, I think he's going to go back to the illusory wall and just start puffing. (laughs) See if he can blow a hole big enough to get through it. (laughs) 
you you get through it. You you saving for saving from this gas gives you a twenty four hour immunity. Durak takes a big breath on on the regular side and steps through, and he is going to hold it for as long as he possibly can. What's your constitution modifier? <laughs> uh, plus six. That's for saves, right? I'm talking about just your regular... Uh, plus three. Durak can hold his breath for four minutes. Right on. That's insane. Um, Cash, so I'm still in... Cash is still in the room uh, while everyone was running back out. And I imagine it's like that scene in Spongebob where Spongebob's like, Patrick, wait! And then everyone's just like frozen (laughs) in the door. Yeah. So Cash... Now that Cash sees that everyone's coming back to reality a little bit, turns around and tries to make sense of, so you said it was a stairwell leading up to a dark, leading up, leading down. Leading down. Oh, my favorite. Oh, love it. <laughs> love this. Not spooky at all. Fantastic. Yardy leaves his tail out so that Cash can grab it because he knows that he can't see in the dark. Actually, wait, I think I half elf. Do half-elves have dark vision? I definitely have dark vision, and if we're not we're not down the tunnels yet, are we? I mean, y'all are y'all are walking through. How narrow is it? it it's about ten feet wide. It's okay. Pretty wide. Yeah. All right. Yeah, half-elves can see uh, dim light within sixty feet, as if it were bright light, and in darkness, as if it were dim light. I'm gonna cast. I'm gonna cast light on my, uh, you know, that rapier I always use. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm just holding it like a torch. <laughs> I've got. <laughs> Cash has Cash has one hand with Yardy's tail in it, and the other hand is holding this its rapier. Direct Direct's walking like a few good steps out front. And he's got his axe, and it's on fire, and he's not even bothering to use it as a torch because he's got dark vision, and so it's just kind of still swinging at his side, uh, and sort of sort of lighting the way in a pendulum motion uh, as he walks through the shadow. Siggy and Moth are not too far behind. Siggy is as she's sitting in her chair. Siggy is multitasking between watching what's happening but also kind of fucking around with this crystal that she got from the thing. Uh, and Moth is... Uh, Moth has drawn her gauntlet crossbow that y'all have seen before, and she's just got it ready. Trying not to look too stupid, you know, like a kid pretending to be Mega Man just walking, you know, walking around, <laughs> pew pew! But she's she's just trying to be ready. When y'all reach the bottom of these stairs, you find a room. It's a room with wooden floors, maps, uh, some strange devices, and on one wall, Yardy, you recognize guns. Like flintlock guns. A blunderbuss, a rifle, a revolver. Yardy goes over to the wall to investigate. Give me an investigation check. Direct does hold his axe up now. Hopefully that'll help a little bit. As you guys enter, the place does light up. That's a nine. It's a nine. You get, you see that there is one missing, 
but you see this only because uh, there's two hooks uh, where one would uh, lay. He already turns around to Cash and goes, I have those. Yes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> as as y'all enter and, and direct as you as you lift your axe, there is a flicker of fluorescent light. Something you have never seen before. Siggy looks and she says, This is very rare. I I've seen this before, but to have so many in so many places. And as you look around, there's blinking lights almost everywhere. Some strange orreries and, and other metallic devices, brass cogs, and a large glass case with a huge mannequin inside of it. And on a table in the center of the room is a map of stars and planar systems. Yardi's prowling around the room, and he's trying to see if he can connect the dots with all of the maps, but I, I don't think he is... I, I don't think Yardi is worldly enough to look at the planar map and just know what's going on. So he's trying to look for clues as to what is happening. Uh, give me an insight check. Just, like, why why are all of these things here together? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's what he's looking for, the common thread. You said insight? Yes. 17. 17? You're, you're looking at this and... Seeing this technology, and seeing these maps, you can't quite put everything together, but it does not seem of your world. It's foreign, but far more foreign than you could ever fathom. Yardi communicates this mostly to Siggy. I think he turns around and just has a bundle of maps and papers and just looks at her and goes, uh, I, I don't know much, but I do know that, uh, I don't know what these are. So I, I don't think these are from here. I, I don't recognize any of this. It, it seems like someone might be traveling the plains. I, I, I've heard of that, but I, I kind of always thought that was... A joke, a myths. I, I didn't think it was real. Can can you figure this out? Siggy begins to look at it, and she's she's looking at the maps, and she says, "I I don't know much about astronomy, astrology. I I don't know stars, but I do know this technology is well out of our grasp." And she she walks over and looks at some um some of the devices and she touches one of them with her gauntlet but nothing happens she touched the uh she touched the crystal i forgot she touched the crystal with her gauntlet didn't she yeah so she she can only do that once a day all right cut that out she didn't she didn't touch it <laughs> she could cast identify couldn't she i mean she could do that 
with a spell slot. All right, yeah. She begins to cast Identify. I think it's a, a 10 minute spell as a ritual. Moth is looking around and she looks at the star maps and she just shakes her head. She says, this makes no sense. How? How could something come from so far away here? This isn't of this world. We've seen strange robots. We've seen them pretend to be ghosts. I'm having trouble connecting the dots. Cash chimes in. Well, why don't we just ask him? And points to the mannequin that is disturbing Cash quite a bit. <laughs> Cash wants to investigate it. It's, you know, it, his curiosity is getting the best of him. Too much time with Yardy. You know, curiosity killed yeah. the cat. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> I have one rule. <laughs> Damn it. One rule. Um, so is that, I'm guessing it's an investigation check. Investigation, yeah. Well, that was a four. So. All right. That was great. That's a, that's a big ass mannequin. It's <laughs> a big old fat mannequin. Cash, Cash gets very close to it and cannot surmise anything from it. It's just no. very close looking it up and down and is just turns back to moth and just shrugs like I tried <laughs> <laughs> Derek had grown bored of all of the uh, serious conversation that was happening and had also um, wandered in the background I imagine this like cinematically in the background he sort of walks very slowly towards the mannequin in the glass jar and uh, it gets right up close to the thing and in the midst of all that seriousness, you hear like just a fingernail tinking on glass. Tink, 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 tink. <laughs> tink, 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 tink. Oh. <laughs> like a fucking snake at the zoo. <laughs> you get it. There are. I, I don't know if I mentioned there are levers and knobs and buttons abound. And Siggy uh, hits all place. of them and we all die. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, Siggy is casting Identify at the moment, which Good is the thing. only reason any of them have not been flipped because I know that's her MO. Are there labels or directions or anything anywhere for any of the, the levers? Now you play a character that looks for levers and labels. <laughs> yeah, there are. G- give me a perception check. Uh, nineteen. Okay. You find some labels on things. Some of them you recognize. Some of them you don't. You do find one that y- you find a knob on the wall that says uh, "open close." A knob. Yes. Yardy Yardy turns to look back at Cash and Durak and points. And his tail is going to make his question mark symbol. And he's just going to look and point with his, with his little question mark. 
uh, Durek is sort of dejectedly putting the um, the 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 hat back on top of his axe and kind of you know, it's kind of got to lick his fingers afterwards. Yeah. Cash is still holding his rapier that was lit. How far away am I from the snob? Is it a button? Wait, uh, it's a knob. It's a twisty knob, right? It, it's like a garden hose knob. Ah, whoa. Hmm. I'm gonna take my rapier and just, like, tap it. <laughs> just real, just gently, just seeing if anything initially happens, like a, like a zap or, you know, that it's in a, like a trap or something. Does anything happen? No. Uh, you, you hear a clang. Uh, but that's about it. You already twisted it some more. The as you twist it, you hear steam rush and a piston go off, and some wood paneling next to it slides open. Yardy draws his gun. There is a doorway now into a very weirdly lit room, and Yardy looking into it, you see an animal in an area off to the side very well lit in what looks like a very nice scene. Yardy walks in. Slowly. He's not gonna, like, just run in, but he's he's cautiously going to walk towards that animal. As you walk towards it, you realize at some point that it is inside a strange-looking almost giant fish tank. But you see this little blonde dog laying with her head on what appears to be some sort of spectral human's lap frozen in time it's a it's in a very nice house with a fireplace the human is sitting on a chair and the dog is the dog seems to be happy uh, laying in this person's lap and a little nameplate much like you would find at a zoo has the name Zoe Durek Durek is across the room like is across the room immediately Um, he's like snatched the the hood off his axe again and uh, is kind of tucking it away and kneels down near the glass we can get eye level with, with Zoe and he looks at her real real hard and he just hears his own voice in his head uh, like echoing out from him and toward uh, uh, toward Zoe in, in something that he's never experienced before, but he knows for a fact that his voice is ringing in her head, uh, and and he's calling her name, uh, and he says, "Zoe, we're here to get you. Wake up, Zoe. Wake up. This ain't real." Give me a an animal handling check because it is mm-hmm. difficult. I dig it. Oh, ugh, an eight. You know that on some level she heard you. Okay. Whether it's in a dream or or physically, she heard you, but you don't see any reaction. Um, this this tank is is large. This is this is probably a, a twenty by twenty area. Can I do one more thing? Yeah. As soon as I know that that like she didn't respond, Durak's on his feet. He growls fire and he slams his axe into the uh, into the surface. Give me an attack roll. And um, I'm going to get advantage because I'm going to do this recklessly. All right. Uh, so that is... Uh, that's a 12. 
right. and that is a 23. Okay. The first time you hit with your axe, it, it this is some strong glass and you you realize okay this is this this isn't your everyday bullshit glass and as you wind up to strike it stronger it does begin to crack and and you see kind of a spider web of cracks uh spread out from where you hit it and as you do that other lights begin to come on in this place with a with a loud shoom you see more little scenes in in these fish tank s glasses an iguana a dog a cat things like this down this hallway and at the end of the hallway is a human what looks like a human looking in your direction and they call out please don't bother the subjects. He already takes a shot at him. Yeah, Durak throws a hand axe. Okay. He he's he's about like hundred feet away. Is he under two hundred and forty feet? He is under two hundred and forty feet. Then he already feet. takes a shot at him. <laughs> Durak still throws the hand axe even knowing it's not gonna yeah. get there, because fuck that guy. <laughs> it's the principal. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh it's a dirty twenty. Nice. All right, roll me that beautiful bean damage. Ten. Ten damage. Hot diggity daffodil. Everybody roll initiative for me. Yeah. Someone's about to do right. I think y'all are going to do pretty well because this guy... Oh, never mind. He rolled a five instead of a three. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Wow. Nice. y'all. All right. Cash, you go first. Okay, so you said he's like 100 feet. 100? Yes. All right. I'm going to pull out this one. Cash is pissed. Not happy seeing all these animals. I don't care who this dude is. I cast Crown of Madness. Um, he must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. He... Ain't bad at that. 18. Damn it. Yeah, that succeeds. What is the save? 15. 15? Oh, okay. Alright, Is does anything happen on a fail? That's what I'm, I don't believe so. Uh, no, nothing happens. Okay. So you see this really creepy spell come out of me, and then nothing happens. Wham, wham, wham. Exactly. Um, just just as a uh, question, we essentially had a short rest between this and our previous fight, correct? Yes. A short rest, yes. Okay. Just making sure because, like, I get a bunch of stuff back if we had at least a short rest between then and now. Yeah. Next up is the lair. You see the world around you transform. You're in a field. Specifically, the field of memory. Or, or sorry, the, the... Fuck, what did I call it? The Memoriam Valley. It's fun that you can't Valley. remember this. I know, right? Look, I'm trying... I got so many places of people to remember. <laughs> you guys are in the Memoriam Valley. And this 
human is about a hundred feet away, just looking at you, beckoning you closer. And you, you hear him in all your minds say, Please, there's no need for this. Just come, we can talk. And it's Durak's turn. Durak is um, going to go ahead and use up his second rage. He knows it's bad for his heart, but he's, man, he's in it. And, uh, <laughs> and so... And so he runs for. We've established that he has forehand axes. I believe in the uh, the uh, the, yeah. the Shambly Mass he episode. He picks them up after yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've already I've I've wasted one. Um, and uh, it's a you know it's a it's it's sixty feet away. Uh, but I'm gonna run forward forty feet. Uh, all right. So here right. this is how this happens. Durak sort of swings his his fire axe by his side, and he reaches across his chest and he pulls a hand axe out. Uh, and he and he sprints forward. He covers the forty feet. And then and then launches the hand axe and gets uh, advantage. Uh, so does a twelve hit? This turn it does. He hasn't gotten a chance to cast mage armor yet. So yes. Okay, and it's gonna hit. Uh, it's gonna do seven damage. Seven damage. And then he has another attack. And so, and so ah. he. Um, I forgot about it too. And then so so then he picks up his other hand axe, his third one. And uh, and he slings it forward, and um, and it straight just falls out of his hand and hits his foot because I rolled a one. Did you roll a one? Straight up. Give me a dexterity saving throw, real quick. Sure, sure. <laughs> Yikes! You have advantage because you're enraged. Oh, I have advantage on the saving throw. That's right. Okay, good. Because <laughs> oh boy, all right. Um, that one is a seventeen plus twenty-one. All right. You see as this hand axe just goes flying towards the wizard, it moves its hand and the axe goes around its head and back at you, landing right at your feet and then catching fire and disintegrating into liquid metal. The earth around you begins to build a hill behind you, behind all of you, behind this group. And he says, If you will not talk, I will be forced to end you. There is no escape now. Yardi. So, Yardi has been crying through all of this. When he saw Zoe with her head in her master's lap, suspended in time, and then seeing all the other animals stuck in captivity. He is weeping openly. Um, After his first shot, he starts walking towards this guy. He's got his his gun on his hip. He He took his first shot. But he starts moving, and he starts building up speed, and he moves 60 feet towards him. Um, He's using feline agility, which doubles his movement speed in combat. Nice! He gets up 60 feet, and he looks at this guy, and he's going to use a grit point on both of his shots. All Um, right. So he's going to use a Deadeye shot on both rolls to gain advantage on both attacks. He is muttering to himself and crying and just saying, Not again. This won't happen to these things again. I can't let this happen again. Uh, The first... Attack is a 25. 
That's a hit. And the second attack is a 22. Also a hit. Okay. So I'm going to roll that beautiful bean damage. Now is he shooting with his uh, pistol? pistol? Shooting with his pistol. Okay. Uh, he does 12 damage total. Okay. You see these bullets hit this wizard off in the distance in the shoulder. And he growls. And he says, fine. Have it your way. And you hear this shing as metal surrounds his body. He has cast mage armor on himself and he moves his hands around and suddenly you are all in a field of lava. Uh, sorry. You are all in a river of lava standing on different rocks separated by about five to ten feet varying on where you are and he begins to float on his rock looking at all of you and he says you will die here and I hope that satisfies you that's his turn Moth is looking around at everything and she's just she's just confused and she aims her arm crossbow at the wizard she uh she wings it with a bolt um and the uh the wizard frowns we're back up to the top with cash cash knows these are all this is all illusion these are all illusions it's all illusory give me an investigation check okay Okay, please don't be a three, <laughs> like last time. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Dirty 20. These are illusions. These are illusions. None of this is real. You feel the heat. You feel the rock uh, and, and the molten ash as you move your feet. You can smell this, this lava, the sulfur, but you know it's not real. You know it's not real. You are still in the exact same room. Cool. How far away is this Joker now? How far forward did you move last turn? I think like 10 feet. I just took a couple okay. steps forward because I was pretty much within range with that spell. He's, uh, he's, he's about 90 feet away. I am... Cash is going to... Cast Hypnotic Pattern. Okay. What kind of saves do you have to make? Wisdom. So much of my stuff is wisdom. It's okay, because he rolled an eight. <laughs> Hot dog! All right. What's that mean? He is now charmed by me. He is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Okay. Um... So he remains, the spell ends if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Oh, I'm finna okay. shake him right the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Does he get to make the save uh, on his turn again? No. Oh, wow. So all, so what I want to do, I want to paint this picture for you guys, is I, you just see Cash um, pull two glow sticks out of his pockets and just begin to just fully, nice. like he's landing an airplane, just 
fully create this big light yes. show to hypnotize this guy. F fucking sandstorm is playing. <laughs> 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 As you cast this, the wizard begins to look hypnotized and you see in front of you, you know, it's not real as like you moved a little bit forward, right? Yes. I think you're standing in the lava. Hell yeah. And you know, you know, you whisper to yourself, it's not real and you know, it's not real, but you do see some lava near you bubble and it does hit you. You feel some force there's 11 uh, points of force damage you wow. see this bubble explode and some of this lava hits you but it doesn't burn but you still feel like you got hit with something Durak you you far ahead this guy's dis, dis, uh, uh, hypnotized yeah and I'm 60 feet away I, th I think so, yes. Yeah, so I can't reasonably get to him. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Durak, I can't remember what the um, what the trait is, but uh, because he's the uh, because he has the survivalist uh, background, uh, he yeah. can uh, find his way anywhere that he's ever walked before. He knows the path. Yeah. Right? I want to rely on that. That and 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 his 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 in tuneness with his his like alignment with nature at this moment i feel like in his in his life and his ability to um remember the ground that he's walked on he would he should know without any doubt that if he turned around and walked exactly the way that he walked in that he was stepping on a floor and not on any other thing i will let you try it, it give me a survival check with advantage Natural 20. Hot diggity daffodil. Yeah, Durek does exactly that. He just, he just, he can imagine the ground just the way it was. As soon as the light, you know, came on, it's not a difficult hallway to imagine. It's, it's a 10 foot wide, 100 foot long hallway. But yeah, you figure it out and you can run across this lava without making the acrobatics checks I was going to make you do. Yeah, so then as soon as he realizes that that's the case, um I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to sprint and I'm going to get like within striking distance of uh of the wizard. And I know he's hypnotized. I mean, obviously that's 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 on his face. Um I don't think I'd get to attack though, but I'm going to stand there ready to go. Um all right. As you're standing there a bubble uh of lava explodes again right near you uh, dealing eight points of force damage Alrighty. which is weird to you considering you're surrounded by fire mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yardi it's scary but you see your friends have jumped into the lava and they are being consumed by the lava but they don't they're not crying they're not screaming it's the most horrific thing you've ever seen. It's like they've resigned themselves to death. Yardi's not looking at them. Yardi's not thinking about them. If he sees Durak running through lava, he is in the mindset that it's just fucking time to run through lava. So he actually reloads his gun. He's still got one shot, but he, re yeah. he reloads his gun. 
And then he uses his action surge and he walks 30 feet forward and he puts his blunderbuss on this guy. Okay. And he pulls the trigger. So he puts the blunderbuss up, touching the guy. <laughs> and he rolls an 11. You you have advantage because you're right in his goddamn face, okay. dude. Okay. <laughs> he rolled an 11. I'm going to call that a misfire. Okay. I I your your gun jams or something. There's no other way you could miss at point blank range. As a bonus action, can I pull my revolver back out and shoot him with yeah. the, the one shot left? I guess I reloaded it last time, so I. But I only have one shot. Oh, that's right. That's right. You've got an extra attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was a twenty-two. Okay. Four. Yeah, it's a it's a six, so it's nine total. All right. The layer uh, attacks you. The bubbles of the lava. Wow. Okay. Uh, the a small bubble of lava pops, dealing three force damage to you. <laughs> but in your mind, it it burns. It does burn. Um, you haven't put together. Yardi hasn't put together anything about hallucinatory terrain. Uh, the Archmage is distract is is oh you hit it so it's it's out of the hypnotic pattern right yeah okay as soon as it's like startled in any way I would think okay. being shot at point blank would be <laughs> pretty startling yeah it is furious and it is going to cast a spell. I'm not normally a spellcaster, so having all of these to myself is crazy. Just cast light. It's fine. We're all, yeah, we're all no, really scared of it. You should cast that. It's, it's fine. It's, it's silly. It's great. It's going to cast as a bonus action. It casts Misty Step to get 30 feet away from you guys. It's going to cast Firebolt at Yardy because he was the Last person to hit him. It's gonna be. Oh wait, I have to roll. See if it even hits. Does it hit me? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the important part, isn't it? Uh, that is a sixteen plus something. That hits. Okay. Oof. Uh, that's twenty six fire damage. Coming at Yardy. Yardy's down. Yardy's down. Yes. We hadn't healed from our last fight. That's what a short rest does, Nolan. Only if you use hit dice. And you didn't? I didn't know we were going to get into a fight with an archmage. All right, fair enough. Yardy goes down. It's Moth's turn. She is looking at this thing, and she is pissed. One of her good friends just went down. Where's Siggy uh, in all of this, by the way? S Siggy was identified as like a trance. Oh, she she's still in no the other idea. Room. Okay. This is happening. Okay. I was thinking about that when I rolled initiative, and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> that sucks." <sighs> seeing Yardi go down after before seeing Durak get hurt, she points. She, she's rummaging through her pack in her side, and she brings out a lodestone 
and a pinch of something dusty. And she throws the dust into the air, and then the lodestone begins to float behind her head, and it goes flying at the archmage. And he has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, that's not good. I don't know if you guys know this, but D&D Beyond has a wonderful new feature that lets you roll dice for your attacks. It's never been easier. She just cast Disintegrate oh. at an 8th level. What? Which is 16d6 plus 40. So I say that, one, to let you know why this is over, and two... Because the animation of 16d6 rolling on my character sheet was really, really cool at the end of Beyond Sembrenizer. If I keep saying it, maybe they'll give us money. This Archmage. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. (laughs) Suddenly the image of this fizzles out. And before you is no longer an Archmage, but again, one of those robots that you fought in the woods and it turns to dust and everything around y'all these this this illusory area begins to fizzle out and you're back in this menagerie and you see now that three of the little aquarium things you saw are gone. But there's still a fair amount of them still here. Moth is looking around and she's freaking out and she is visibly exhausted. She's she's breathing hard. She falls to her knees and she says, someone check on the cat. I got it. I'm on it. Cash is already like full sprint runs over to Yardy, is casting Cure Wounds, you know, as soon as he gets his hands on him. So, let me roll that. Roll that healing. Four plus... So, Yardy, you're gonna regain eight hit points. Cool. Um, Yardy! I'm, I'm, Cash is shaking you now. I mean, you're probably waking up, but Cash is, is just shaking. Yardy! You... Buddy, wake up! You killed him! You did it! <laughs> it was all you! And I, I turned back around to Moth and to see if she can hear me or is seeing what's happening, and then I look back at Yardy. You just, you just see her give a thumbs up. <laughs> Yardy, Yardy puts his paw up to Cash's face and says, I know I messed up, but, but thank you anyway. I, I needed that. Cash just holds his fingers up to Yardy. Shh. <laughs> Buddy, you're misremembering. It's fine. We're all good now, though. But great job. As you guys are talking, you see a fourth fish tank. Is that, would you call that a terrarium? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would yeah, work. Yeah. An exhibit? <laughs> yes. You see a fourth terrarium suddenly shrink down to the size of a, a tissue box. 
and it falls into a tube underneath it, and it's gone. Did Durax's smash of the glass wake Zoe up? Do we know that yet? It did not. Like, you, you can, it's as simple as looking back. She's still in this, like, frozen time state. Is the glass broken? I mean, could we grab her? You can certainly try and attack the glass some more. It's it's rough, tough glass. Yeah, Durak um, had already. He here's here's a cool thing. Durak knew that Cash had Yardy covered. He knew that Moth was all right. Didn't have to worry about none of that. So as soon as everything went back to normal, he is in a full sprint back towards the terrarium where Zoe is being held, and he hears them. Uh, he hears Yardy and Cash have an exchange of words, and um, he he slows down just long enough to turn around and go, "Hey Yardy, shoot past me!" And uh, and then he he then again turns to run towards the terrarium with his axe held over his head. Yardy Yardy takes a shot. All right. Cash ducks. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. It's a twelve. Direct. Give me. Just roll a d20 for me. Alright. 11. Close enough. I'll... I want this to happen. (laughs) Zurak swings his axe at this terrarium as he gets closer. And instead of hitting the glass, the bullet hits the back of Durak's axe and gives it just a little bit more of a punch than it would have had initially. And the glass shatters. Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. This episode edited by Nolan Lacey. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music provided by Kevin McLeod and TabletopAudio.com. As always, thank you for listening.